It's a new year, it's new us's. We continue to uh, try to revive your love of wrestling here at the CPR. And we're going to do that by bringing you our 2023 AEW predictions. So last week, we gave you some WWE predictions for the year that are all going to come true because we are prediction kings. So now we're going to see what's going on on the other side of the aisle uh, over at All Elite Wrestling for 2023. Big year, big year for them. It's already started off, you know, with a bang. They've got a new a new set, a new stage production going on there. So obviously they've got some big plans in place. They, you know, still are not as established as WWE and probably won't ever be. Don't know. But, but they're certainly... Uh, they're certainly going to continue to be, you know, a big player in in the pro wrestling world. Um, you know, just judging on on their roster and how much hype they they do still have behind them. So, so big year for them. I've put on one of my notes here: decline or growth. And I'm undecided. I'm undecided whether AEW is going to get bigger and better, or is, you know, some of perhaps the backstage stuff perhaps. Yeah, stuff stuff behind the curtain. It, it, you know, I'm thinking of the CM Punk stuff. You know, is it going to be more negative than positive? Uh, I'd like to think more positive because we obviously want to keep them around. Competition's good. But I don't know. I don't know if they're going to grow more or or decline more. We're, we're, we're entering, you know, tough economic times. And AEW signed a lot of talent. So eventually things are going to have to balance. So we're probably going to see some cuts happening. Whether that's going to be for the better, I don't know. Do you? I don't. Do you see AW getting bigger and better this year? I I could see them getting bigger and better. I, all I want from AW this year though is stability. Mm. Just give me some stability. Give me some solid storytelling. Some of it's been bad luck. Some of it's just been poor management. Um, but give me yeah. Just just, just give me a year where little happens behind the scenes that influences kind of what we're seeing on screen and just have enough of an influence in terms of guidance on story so that things just feel like they make sense more and things are more consistent um if they do that i think there will definitely be growth but it's whether or not um it's, it's whether or not Tony can do that. It's, it's whether or not he's, he's got it in him to do it, whether he wants to do it, or if he just likes this kind of anarchic, just, you know, individuality that, that, that goes on in the, in the background, there, which is fine, I guess, but it just it feels like lots of different people, different personalities all pulling in different directions, really, mm-hmm. at the minute. Um, it, it needs someone... To, to help guide you know the the narrative ship if you will yeah i think um like a more dedicated hope... creative team you think some someone who who sort of has you know a hand in in creative as a whole as opposed to sort of letting everyone kind of dictate their own direction i think i think so yeah i think so cuz it i just I, I don't really know of that many stories at the minute in AEW that I'm all that I'm all that sold on really. Like I couldn't, you know, it just yeah. I, I think they need at the very least they need 
people to be looking at each division, treating them separately, and trying the best and and get that competition going. You know, the, a little bit of competition is good. So you know, the tag division wanting to be better than the trios, the women's division wanting to be better than the men's. You know, the mid cards of both of those um, as well. You know, wanting to compete. I just think it's that that will make a better product. I also think distancing Ring of Honor from AEW will be good. Mm-hmm. You know, get Ring of Honor doing its own thing. Um, and yeah, I, hopefully, hopefully it gets better. Glad to see that they'll be coming over crossing the pond at some point this year. Yeah. Which I think will be very interesting. See what their first UK crowd is like. Let's face it, it's going to be lively. It's going to be loud. But yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, good things on the horizon for for old AEW. Yeah. Right. What do you? Uh, what's something you predict of this year um, from AEW? Well, my first my first prediction is something that you've all already raised in the WWE predictions. So I might change it at the last minute. My first prediction was top guys out. Mm. It was FTR leaving. Going back to WWE most likely, and uh, continuing their tremendous run of form recently, you know, over in over in the WWE, maybe even being the ones to take the belts off uh, off the Usos, possibly. Um, so we'll see. But you already you already talked about that in our WWE 2023 predictions episode. Um, if you're not listening to that, skip back, have a little listen to what Luke's got to say about that. So instead, I will go with the the one that I dropped for that originally, which is a Danhausen heel turn Ooh. and Danhausen winning gold. Don't know if it'd be the All Atlantic. Don't know if it'd be the TNT. But I can see Darkhausen. Having a having a title run of some description at some point this year, mm. something a little more evolved than sort of his his comedic gimmick that he's been going on so far and yeah. his cult following. Yeah, yeah. Give us demon. Give us demon Dan. Demon Dan. Yes. Demon Dan. Yeah. Yeah. There were hints of that recently, weren't there? Um, mm-hmm. I believe oh, I forget what event it was, but there there was a there was an event recently where he came. Sort of a, yeah, brought a little bit of a darker vibe, and uh, right now he's he's uh, he's going on a bit of a tag run with Hook. I don't know where Jungle Boy fits into that because I thought Jungle Hook was going to be a thing, but well, again, this is part of the thing with AEW. It's you can't tell if they are slowly stitching together elaborate stories, or if it's all just a bit of a muddle and a mess. And I lean towards the latter there. Yeah, and it's just let's keep throwing these things together, and then eventually something might stick. But yeah, yeah, there's nothing, there's not, there's there's not enough interesting story to make me think I need to watch it this week to find out what happens there. Mm. It's all just here's a list of all the things that are going to happen. Here's a list of all the matches. Hopefully, you're excited enough by them to to watch. So, um, yeah, I think that's what I'm going with first. Danhausen, you'll turn. Here's one uh, one prediction I think is going to happen in AEW. I think the Ring of Honor experiment will be dropped. 
perhaps not dropped because you can't really get rid of it but something about it like it's not clicking for me because it's not got its own show and i don't know yeah. whether they're gonna have the i don't know whether they're dedicating the finances to to doing a ring of honor show and if they're not going to do that then fans are going to keep getting um sort of disillusioned with the ring of honor product now there's been a lot of like and I don't necessarily agree with this, but there's been a lot of criticism online about you know Chris Jericho sort of using Ring of Honor to put himself over. And I don't necessarily agree with that because they put on good matches against you know other talent. And and yes, even though Chris Jericho won a majority of those, sometimes it really isn't about the winners and the losers. It's it's not necessarily who goes over; it's who gets over. And and you know Dalton Castle came in, and there was you know a lot of excitement there. So. It just it depends. Like the the Claudio the Claudio experiment still like obviously there's no denying Claudio's talent, but again like as a top guy you know can he can he carry a company, can he carry a brand? I'm still not sure because he's 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 not got that that uber pro wrestling charisma. He's he's more he's more business. He's more. He's he's sort of more like a like a ring general, kind of thing, um, and I and I just I don't um, yeah when I see him and, and Wheeler Utah together they almost seem like a Ring of Honor tag team, but they're both holding singles belts, so I don't like the longer this goes on the longer it goes on where Ring of Honor is kind of feeling tepid, like I just I don't. I don't know where uh, I don't. I think the patience is going to run out, and uh, and, and I, I kind of see like Ring of Honor segment ratings declining a bit more. So perhaps yeah, perhaps Ring of Honor experiment being dropped is, is a little you know, excessive. But I I don't think it's going to be. I certainly don't think it's going to be a, a focal point of the product. I think it's a sidebar <clears throat> type. Yeah, no, I, <clears throat> I I can still see the odd belt drifting over because. Tony really seems to like that cross-promotional thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I totally see Ring of Honor just launching as its own its own thing, its own entity, um, maybe on a slightly smaller scale, maybe back to its origins, you know, a little bit. Yep. And re- rediscovering the kind of heart and soul of of, of ROH. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that, and and hope, like I said, hopefully, hopefully it does, hopefully it does drift away from Dynamite and Rampage because there's enough, they've got enough without adding in Ring of Honor, set up a decent Ring of Honor roster, and get going with it. I think I think what Jericho did for Ring of Honor was really good. I think whatever you might think of him, um, personally and professionally, I think he does prove that he can reinvent himself is a gimmick time and time again and I think he elevated that belt for, for the time that he had it yeah I, I don't think you can question that otherwise I'd yes obviously it helps him it's going to that's part of the you have to help each to other it, yeah but yeah. yeah but he he has he I think he lent a lot more to the AEW title than the title did to him yeah definitely I, I think even though he's positioning i think jericho it's important to him to position himself still as a top guy because he is even though he's he's older he's still you know a massive name in the wrestling business and he's definitely in the goat conversation but you you need 
those kind of people to get others over. And you can't, you know, you can't have a, a Chris Jericho lose all the time and put other people over. You have to, it, it, there's a delicate balance. You have to build Jericho up and up and up and up and then, you know, put a Ricky Starks over and then put a whoever over and then kind of build up and up and up again mm-hmm. f- to put someone over. It's, it's, I don't know what some people, like some people's criticism seem to be that he should just be putting people over. Like there's only so much of that you can do. And if he wanted to do that, then, you know, he would have stayed in WWE and just got, you know, a legends check or, or whatever it was. But, you know, he's he's created groups where he's, you know, brought in lesser known talents. Um, the and, you know, the Jericho Appreciation Society is is entertainment and it and it's giving a spotlight to others who will eventually or you would hope be propelled to to next level stuff. Right. It's your turn, isn't it? What else you got? Yeah. Um, Jade Cargill loses. Oh, interesting. Because uh, our boys from Liverpool, A to the K Wrestling, messaged and said Jade Cargill remains undefeated for 2023. Whoa. Which is... That would, Controversial. That would probably put her on 7,500. Yeah. Okay. Who, who, who topples Jade? That's the question. That is the question. I mean, well, first of all, how many how many wins do you think she'll rack up? I, I think, I think there'll be a wobble at 50, after fifty. Where are we now? Forty. Forty-seven, I think. Forty-seven. Fifty is the big number, isn't it? Yeah, like, and we're, we're, will she, will she won't she? And we're we're getting towards. The revolution, right? What what's the big what's the next AEW? Yeah. It's in February or something, isn't it? Or March? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so if they can stretch her singles run to then and have you know, have her going into that at forty nine, um would make for some interesting telly. Mm. Yeah, I think I think the person to beat her isn't yet on the AEW roster. I know who I'd love it to be. And this, well, I might as well say it's not. So this, this sort of fits into my, you know, wrestling world 2023 predictions in general. But I would love to see a Jordan Grace in AEW. I think she's, I, I see big waves for her this year. I see her leveling up. Um, I see her, I don't know if she'll want to stay in Impact or, or do more crossover and stuff. But I, I, I see big things from uh from Jordan nice. Grace, I, I, just, I just I love a women's wrestler who just looks like an absolute destroyer, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and God, that the the body transformation she's gone through just speaks to her, her dedication to her craft and and work. Like like you don't look like that if you're like lazy, you know what I mean, or half-assed things. Like mm-hmm. I I can see you know her just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I'd see big things from her this year, and I would love, you know, whether she wins or loses, I would like to see her and, and Cargill square up. That would be a hell of a showdown. Um, or what if it's, you know, again, crossover, forbidden door. What if what if we get a Kyrie? You know, the opposite. Someone small, mm. someone agile, but someone that Jade, you know, easily kind of laughs off, but an insane elbow later upset 
upset today. You, oh, you just don't know. You, but yeah, I, I don't think... I don't think it's anybody on the roster at the minute that would that would get it done, that would do it. I can't even see a Britt Baker, you know, beating Jade Cargill. Uh, I don't think. Not, not, not the way things are being booked at the minute. That's that's another clunky thing for me. Like like Jamie Hayter being the the world women's champion does she doesn't feel like a world women's champion to me. It's like it's it's sort of like she's being upstaged or or she's sharing the the load with um with Britt Baker and um so yeah that whole team feels a little clunky to me. So Jade Cargill, Carrie Sane could be a big one. Eight of the K also say now this is a big one. CM Punk back in AEW. Is there a is there a a path to redemption? Is there a a way back? Um, you know, once things calm down a bit, is there is there money to be made there, or you know, you know, are there still mixed, or, or are there still negative feelings towards him? Now I know Chris Jericho's had some very uh, you know very strong words about Punk and his influence in the locker room. Um, I don't really see. I don't know. It, I don't know if Punk and the Elite will, you know, ever be friends, whether they can put that aside and do business like, you know, like Kenny Omega and Will Osprey have. You know, they they put their differences aside and uh, from what I read, put on a banger at Wrestle Kingdom. I haven't seen it yet. I do plan to. Um, so I don't know. Do you see Punk back in All Elite? Yeah, I never say never with punk now i think we've we've been through the whole it'll never happen thing with him after wwe mm-hmm. obviously big competition came along and that was his opportunity uh yeah i think i could definitely see him coming back um and you know whether that's more around you know and working with and for roh you know, whether it's just keeping him and the elite on separate shows, I don't know how it works. I don't know if he just does, you know, a few dates a year, whatever. But yeah, I, 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 I agree with the lads there. Um, I agree with the Liverpool boys. I could definitely see that happening. I had hopes for Punk um, having more involvement in Ring of Honor, you know, when he when he was around. And I think, you know, if, if, if you want to put if you want to give Ring of Honor, um, you know, some leverage, then then a CM Punk, uh, you you could build a brand around that, around him. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, you you could have, yeah, just if you want to keep him away from other people he doesn't get along with, like sure, mm-hmm. yeah, have a have a traveling Ring of Honor thing, and yeah, um, you definitely see you know CM Punk being at the center of that. Obviously, he has a history with Ring of Honor. Um, yeah, I, I can see him back too. I, th- I think, you know, things calm down, um, you know, egos settle down. And then, uh, you know, when, if there's money to be made, if there's money on the table, don't leave it there. Um, I, I sometimes think, I mean, he's def he's injured, right? Like he injured himself before, um, he got suspended or whatever. Uh, and, it, and he's still under contract, right? Uh, yes, yeah, he's technically, I think. Yeah. yeah, so so I think once he's all healed up, there's probably conversations to be had there. Another person who I think is going to end up in AEW, 
and possibly WWE, but I think AEW, is uh, Jay White from from New Japan. Still, even though he's one of the most established, you know, people over there, he's still very, very young. I think he's like 25 or something like that. So I think he moves on from New Japan. He's sort of done all he can there now. He is soon going to be having a loser leaves Japan match with Haikulio. Yes, it's Haikulio, isn't it? Okay, Jay, Jay White is soon to be challenging Haikulio to a loser leaves Japan match. Now, this is interesting because um, after Jay White lost to Okada, he seemed to like, um, you know, show him a, you know, kind of a, a bunch of respect there. There was no indication that he was carrying on his storyline there. But also, Haikulio is apparently attracting interest from WWE. So, yeah. so that's not that's not an obvious loser leaves town match. Um, that nope. that could go either way. Um, but I think Jay White, um, yeah, I think a good uh, a good career move there is, uh, yeah, get him over to get him over to AEW a bit more and and mm. and sort of expose him more to the Western audience here. He came into AEW earlier uh, last year, you know, around the Forbidden Door stuff and. For me, didn't quite get the uh, reaction I'd hoped, but but that's just you know because he's more familiar to a to an Eastern uh, audience. But yeah, I would love to see him in AEW because I think he's instantly world title quality, and you can put him in there right yep. away. Right? What else you got? What else do I got? Um, every member of the House of Black holds gold this year. Definitely see that happening. It's overdue. I mean, trios is an obvious one, mm-hmm. uh, but even even tag, tagging a singles or three different singles, either way, you know, give that faction some bloody gold. Yeah, and then let him turn that gold black. Yeah, black gold titles. Oh, get that on the bloody shop. I'll buy them all. I think for the sake of the faction, <clears throat> it, it's the best move to put the trios titles on them. So you can focus on them more as a collective. Yeah. Like I think if you give, for example, uh, Malachi Black like a TNT title run, it then you kind of have to put the other two in a two-man team, and then it sort it, it sort of breaks up the focus a little bit. And mm-hmm. there's not a lot of spots really there for them all to have individual like individual spots on the card. So I think I'm definitely down for those. Yeah, black titles, but having a good trios run would be epic yeah. uh julia hart yeah perhaps not world title but after jade cargill's done with uh, her tbs run uh perhaps julia hart uh then defeats whoever beats cargill and then has a little bit of a run there and uh uh yeah so i'd agree that uh, yeah i hope house of black get a good uh get a good run this year um, you know, we need more of, after this best of seven, we do need more, uh, more trios, uh, entertainment matches. Um, so yeah, I can for sure see that. Hmm. What have you got? Uh, I've got one more here from, from AEW's. Uh, I think MJF holds the title for the full year. I think AEW going to want to keep him, uh, contract being up in 2024. I mean, he's, he's going to, he's probably going to end up in WWE in 2024 but I think 
Tony Khan's going to want to kiss his ass a lot to to keep him around because he is he is what you know what he says when he calls himself a generational talent. Um, yeah. I think he's if they can keep hold of him, then they can really build a, the company around around him. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Booking are going to want to keep the title on him for close to, if not the full year. Let's see who he signs for in 2024. Be good. Do you have any more? It'll be interesting. Have any more um, AEW yeah, predictions? My last AEW prediction is um, a women's match will headline an AEW pay per view this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it needs it. That division definitely needs it. It needs a lot of things. Um, I don't think the Page Revolution is um, sorry, Soraya Revolution is is working mm. at all i don't think it's changed anything yet anyway but you know these things take time i get that but the more they talk about it being the revolution of women's wrestling in AEW, the less i believe it like you need to be showing us that it is yeah as opposed to just constantly telling us and so far you know i don't get I don't see people talking after the shows about how, you know, the matches set set, set the world on fire, you know, stole the show, anything like that. So Soraya's not had enough matches for me. No, no, definitely not. And I, I understand, you know, she'll she'll be on limited matches, I would have thought, I would expect. Certainly until the you know, the the ring rust is off and, and stuff like that. But yeah, I just I don't think it's there yet and you know they need to they need to put the money where the mouth is. So give us a give us a good building, give us a main event, please. Do AEW? They need more on the women's roster, right? I feel like they're a little bit thin. A little, a little. Um, I think Thunder Rosa coming back would be will be good. It would, it would definitely, yeah. But but they they do have talent there that just isn't getting pushed you know it's the same story with wwe again but you know they you know even like you know bunny is great in the ring yes but there's no push there you know julia hart you know has has got the talent but again i'm not really seeing much from her in terms of action Mm. you know you've got the house of black stuff but she always feels like the accomplice you know, where's her kind of aims and plots and schemes and stuff, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, there's, there's definitely more that they could be doing. Definitely more that they could be doing. Yeah. Okay. Let's squeeze in some uh, 2023 wrestling in general predictions. Yeah. Obviously, we're, we're, we want to uh, we want to res- respect people outside of WWE and AEW uh, because there is just... So much talent out there. Obviously, we've got New Japan, we've got uh, Impact, we've got the NWA um, talent. So, uh, I think in 2023, one of my hopes is, um, you know, much like the uh, Jordan Grace making bigger waves, uh, another uh, female talent who um, I've certainly been looking at for a while, and, and you know, I think has a. Gr- I'm sure you have. <laughs> But doing sure more have. research, more vigorous research. Um, 
Camille from NWA. Mm. Um, I think's got a great look, great presence. Um, you know, tall, massive muscles, big shoulders, dominating presence. Um, I think I I, I can see uh, I can see a leveling up from her too this year. Uh, don't know if if you know she'll be quite WWE or AEW bound. Perhaps NXT. Who knows? Um, but I think uh, yeah, I think Camille from from NWA uh, is is set to uh, is set to turn some heads. Nice, uh, nice. Least, what else you got? At least I what hope so. Um, so someone who I will be seeing in February because mm. uh, I've booked tickets to the New Japan show. I didn't know oh, it was in San Jose. As soon as I saw it was in San Jose, I thought, great, couple hour drive from me. Um, Mercedes Monet. Monet, Monet, Monet. Who, um, amazingly, we haven't even mentioned once up until this point, but I I really hope we see a Mercedes Monet world tour, much like uh, sort of an FTR run. And I would really love mm-hmm. to see uh, Mercedes become a belt collector for the next few months. I think she's definitely going to take that IWGP women's title. Um, but then, but then here comes, here comes the, the tricky thing. So if she's going to be going around collecting belts from, you know, various companies, it, it's how many of those companies can afford her appearance fee. And by, by all indication, it seems like, you know, she's going after the, you know, the, the star money. Yeah. Um, which of course she deserves because she's a massive star. But it, it's whether, um, it's whether she, you know, wants to go to you know, an impact and challenge for the title there, or uh, or or wherever else. AEW, who knows? I know AEW have hinted that she might be showing up, but there's also other reports that she's not at all signed anything with all elite so 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 who knows how it will end up but i i really hope we do see a a mercedes world tour um and then my um and then i guess tying into that is is you know predictions this year just more forbidden door opening in general um yeah you know we're, we're gonna see a continuing of, of new japan talent in AEW. Uh, I hope that we see some New Japan presence at the Royal Rumble. Um, I think the great Muta will show up at the Rumble and uh, and do something again with Shinsuke. I think that'd be really cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would be very, very awesome. awesome. Very awesome. So, uh, so yeah, my my last uh, yeah my last prediction for twenty twenty three is uh, more crossovers, more forbidden doors. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I um I think for me again Mercedes Monet. Um, I've got her down to be the PWI number one uh, women's wrestler of the year mm-hmm. by the end of the year. Um, absolutely. Um, great, great debut. The other day, I think, um, despite the... Obviously, everyone was raving about the botch. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that was her fault. And, you know, these things happen. Yeah. But I think... You know, it's an awesome looking finisher. I think once once she actually hits it and, and nails it, but from the videos from her doing it in training and stuff, it it looks sick. And she's over as fuck. So um yeah, I th- I think she'll have a great year. 
And again, yet like you said, a year moving around, there's still rumours that are saying WWE are holding out hope. She'll still be doing stuff for them as well. So you never know. She might be the one to, to, yeah, go in, go into both. I don't know. After this, both sides. After um, I don't know. After this Vince McMahon news, she might just be like, "Fuck that." Yeah. True. True. Um. Other predictions. Um. The Golden Lovers to reunite. Yeah. More Ibushi, please. Yeah, I think once Ibushi gets sorted, whatever it is that he needs to get sorted between him and New Japan, and is that still going on? Is I think it's still a thing. Um, but I know his contract's almost up, or he's almost free to go where he wants. Um, so I mean. Who knows? Do we see a separation of the elite and a reuniting of the Golden Lovers in AEW, maybe? Do we see Ibushi in WWE, even? Who knows? Who knows? I think AEW is more likely. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, Golden Lovers, more of it. Um, I think NWA will uh, find another racist to put some gold on. <laughs> Or around, because, uh, you know, let's face it, they they love a good old race scandal. I think it's like, what, three years on the bounce now? They've had they've had some sort of controversy where it's like, why why have you made that decision? Who who's their who's their champ? Thing? Who's the who's the world champ? Um so it was Is it Trevor uh, Murdoch? No, it was Trev- Trevor Murdoch, but then he lost to They've been having some sexism scandals, I think, as well. I think Nick Nick Aldis took exception to um tyrus tyrus oh yeah tyrus it was the whole tyrus thing wasn't there you can't be serious um, as a brand if you sorry tyrus but <laughs> not exactly setting the world alight is he um no mm. so so yeah that that was that um Spike Trevay to go undefeated in um, our favourite wrestling industry of progress. The current progress champion. I think Spike will go the full year, still holding on to the title. Fuck you, Spike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I absolutely can, can see that happening. And then my final one is um, the AEW game Fight Forever. I can see that being the most played wrestling game by the end of the year. If it ever comes out. Well, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming and it's going straight on Xbox Game Pass, my friend. I don't know. It, it, I hope I hope the AEW game's going to be I don't know, a little bit simpler on the controls. Cuz I'm on I'm on maybe maybe I'm just a little bit older. I don't know. Maybe I'm not all there cognitively anymore but the it's with the wwe games it just seems like too much controls and too much like press this combined with this press and you know it's it's, yeah, it's very it's fast too, paced it's a little too fast paced for me it's too complicated and this one feels like it's going back to the n64 games you know they're, they're going back to the no mercy wcw end of your revenge era yeah. of just yeah simple Simple but effective. And that, that's all we need. That's all we need. It's going to be fucking sick. Cannot wait. Getting 
broken tables at the crowd and fucking smacking people with it. What yeah. I want to do. All I want in life. Do you know what I would love to see from the AEW game? Obviously, you got the wrestling side of it, but I would like to see like a another section of the game as more of like a, a Tekken lounge or a Mortal Kombat lounge where where you're going one-on-one with that kind of style of game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that nice. could be a nice little like little element of the game. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Sweet. Man. I think that's I think that's 2023 wrapped up, yeah. my friend. I, th- I think we're spot on with every prediction. Uh, Nailed it. Nailed just it. Call me, just call me Nostradamus, motherfucker, because I have called the future. I think we're going yeah, we're going to look back on this in a year and feel very good about ourselves. Right. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. If you would like to catch us on our socials, if you want to interact with us on there, head to the Instagrams at the underscore cheap underscore pop. And please give my graphics a like. I'm quite proud of how my graphics have progressed there on the old fantasy faction. So if you want to hire someone to do your graphics, hello, head to our socials. Uh, We're also on the Twitters and we are also part of a fantasy faction um group if you don't know what fantasy faction is you can go on our socials and check it out it is a wrestling league uh it is a fantasy league based around pro wrestling so you pick a squad you win some points and you can interact with our community which uh is it's us and so far 12 other podcasts which i will read aloud to you right now so we've got a to the k wrestling show recently did an interview kurt angle we've got buzzing with marlo sellout pod the Dirty Heels, Faction Cast, High Side of the Ropes, Jobber Tears Podcast, Jones World Clips, The Official William, Wrestling for Life, Wrestling of Norden, and The Wrestling Takeover. So there's all kinds of different content you can log on to there. There's other podcasts, there's uh, YouTube streaming, um, there is uh, there's game streaming, there's all kinds of stuff you can interact with there. So, so please uh, log on to our stuff as well as theirs. Give it a five star, give it a like, uh, give it some nice comments and just, you know, support the wrestling community. Everybody just stop for a minute and just come together. Come, comma, together. No, wait. Come together. Come together. Stop saying come together. Come together. <laughs> <laughs>